0: Go shabango shabango. It's another episode of that damn Down by 2 podcast. Uh brought to you by Crier Media. Visit Cryer.co uh, to find out uh, about all things DB2 and sports related content and by Yup Beer. Visit yupbeer.com. Glug, 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 glug. Find a location <laughs> near you. Uh, now available in the beer store and check it out. Uh said it last week but they're back with some more. Bam. Yup pills just the pills
1: love that color that color Couple combo pills. yo it's a good colorway too the oh, green God. and the gold man mm-hmm. can't go wrong <laughs> clack, 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 clack. and you know
0: what it's different from other pilsners that i have had as well sometimes pilsners have a little bit of that bitter taste but this tastes like just like an organic pilsner that without any of the extra sort of tartiness sometimes that you get with that um is it crushable? Yeah. it's so fucking crushable and i think it's five percent a little extra biz a little bit extra biz to your step. Uh, What's going on, boy (laughs) Tish? How's it going? Um, with uh, with my one, my only Birdman. Hey baby. Cock, 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 a a a cock. Whoa, that's a good one. I like (laughs) that. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Um, Mm -hmm. man, we uh, (laughs) it's been uh, it's been a bit of fun week. Um, we wanted to uh cover uh the Raptors and the draft. Uh, last episode, uh, but we were recording on a Thursday, so we decided to take a week, take a beat, talk a little bit about the Leafs last week, recovering the Raptors this week, and specifically Grady Dick, our 13th pick in the first round of the NBA draft this year. Um, so we get into that. We bring on our boy Alan Shane Lewis. You know him from CBC and and uh, and the Winnipeg Comedy Festival and the host of. A great Canadian baking show. Um, he's just—he's uh, just a stud all around. Uh, uh, one of my friends from the comedy world, uh, but also uh, an incredible basketball mind as well. And we always love having him on the show. So we introduce him uh, in the second half of the show and break down exactly what we like about Dick, what we could care less about Dick, and what we want to see from Dick and how we want to get Dicked. So um, that's basically uh, what we're going to be covering for the second half of the show. Uh, but we did. Uh, obviously i uh, have uh, have some fun on draft night um we we placed a couple wagers as well and it was a lot of a lot of commotion uh, a lot stirring about uh before the actual draft and uh, bird why don't why don't you walk us through what uh what our thought process was because we laid we laid down a couple bets and we hit we hit we hit pretty good on the second and third pick is obviously when going first in the lottery so um yeah what kind of bring us through that story and what we were going through there uh
1: feel free to hop in here as well but oh i will from what i remember like we we had already been talking a couple days before uh about brandon miller going second and oh yeah and just the the fit the fit was better for charlotte yes and um i think michael jordan was a big fan as well and like Yeah, he's selling off shares and whatever. But the word on the street was he had the final say. And this was kind of his last like little sprinkle of MJ on the team before he kind of ducked out. Um, But yeah, then then the day of we see that Shams tweet. And it's like, oh, he what did he say? Like he's not impressing at the combine or he had a lazy workout on purpose well it led and to he hornets out... very high on scoot yeah what it, but the, i'm trying to think of like the reasoning behind it i think he also purposely said paul george was his greatest player of all time or something so that's and what Brandon i think that Miller, was calculated Brandon, yeah I to, think so that
0: oh I think that, I think that was calculated put on the 10 piss foil off hat,
1: mj Uh (laughs) yeah mr tinfoil hat here (laughs) Um, tinfoil head tarp (laughs) (laughs) gotta love a tinfoil head tarp so comfortable um yeah i think i think that was definitely calculated because like i don't think he wanted to get drafted there from what i understand Brandon miller did not want
0: to go to charlotte
1: yeah but like when has charlotte ever done anything let's be honest you know like he's just I don't know. That's just my that's my, my tinfoil hat moment. But uh, as soon as we saw that tweet, we checked the odds. And oh, yes. boy, did they shift. I think they Brandon shifted. Miller in the morning to go second was like minus 400 or something like that. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I used the decimals, but I think it was like 1.4. So you would have got 40 cents on the dollar. Ew. Right. And then, yeah, when we saw that. And we switched it. It was for me when I did it on score bet, I think it was four and a half. It jumped by like, yeah, yeah, like four points. So I was like, I got, I ended up
0: getting him at like plus 375. Like it was insane.
1: Yeah. Um, So that would have been around like four to one. Yeah.
0: So here's my, here's my thoughts on this. And I don't know if I, if I see Brandon Miller, um, Trying to trying to get the not trying to make his way over to Charlotte. I, I feel like he wants to be, you know, you're not going to obviously beat out Wembenyama. So you want to be that second pick. Um, Scoot was obviously going for that, too. Um, but I don't think Brandon Miller did not want to go to. Charlotte. He's gonna have more of an opportunity. He understands that and the work out there. I feel like him and Jordan, because I also caught a couple of videos of them, uh and he was explaining how they were how they were trash talking back and forth. So, like they 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 definitely you know chirping each other, but they they already have that brotherly camaraderie almost. So, so maybe people
1: looked at that the wrong way and they
0: thought I like think that's beefy. what it was and thought that it was just straight beef. And I thought Brandon Miller was chirping Jordan. But By MJ probably that. loves that, though. He probably loves that. He loves, he
1: that. loves, he loves a guy like, with that. Go, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's, but then, like, and uh, honestly, it just never made sense for Charlotte to go Scoot. Like, it's just no, you're going to have two. Horrible. No, the fit's brutal. And, like, you would just have Mello and Scoot going at it. Uh, like, I just, I don't, I don't, I didn't see that as much of a fit. And they definitely have more of a need for a Brandon Miller type player. Um, yeah. That being said, yeah, I just, uh and also, like Brandon Miller, also kind of, he doesn't seem that serious of a player. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but his head just doesn't seem quite in it. And I also get the same vibes from LaMelo and obviously the same thing from like, like, like Bridges as well. It's just like that whole Hornet squad is just a mess. So it's just like, yeah, you kind of fit that tire fire.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, is that, is that, is that wrong to say? Show. Like, obviously, I don't uh, know, I don't know
0: much about the player at all. Uh, but it's just sort of like, yeah, you seem like a hornet. They seem right? kind of goofy. They're goofy. You know? They're a bunch
1: yeah. of goofballs. I mean, the, so, the organization's kind of goofy. It is.
0: It is. Hopefully, I don't know, offend
1: are, anyone. Are you a, you a
0: bobcat? Are you a hornet? Where are you, Charlotte? I mean, they. They. <laughs> said, uh, they I don't know. It's their. <laughs> they just never figured it out. Um, never.
1: Over the years, this a couple of Kemba been been years were were cool, but like, geez, man, it's, Ugh, just, been, yeah. it's just yeah. Yeah, and the, then pay the, way, the way too much money for Gordon Hayward. Yikes.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that ended up leading to us uh being like, well, if if Brandon Miller, if we're sticking with Brandon Miller going second, then we gotta double down hard. Gotta double with, down uh, with Scoot going third, and he did. And that's i like, yeah, this is what everyone thought up until the day of. So yeah, maybe
1: maybe yeah, it has something. Would, to, why would they change suddenly?
0: Sure, but like it, everything can't wait that much on shams because shams yeah sure he's got his he's got his uh his his deal with fanduel right so so maybe that changes the FanDuel odds There's another
1: tinfoil hat moment well yeah because
0: everyone's saying this is like that's well that's what's changing the lines is the shams tweet but it's like yeah I, i don't think so i think it's brandon miller going out and and ruining uh his reputation with the charlotte hornets Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's totally it. Everyone saw that video. and be like, oh, my God, there's no way that Michael Jordan is going to draft this guy after he said that Paul George is his goat. Like, I I, I think I think people just read into that. (laughs) That that is a Charlotte quote right there. Fucking stupid. (laughs) It it sounded weird even just coming out of my mouth. I'm like, are you kidding me? Um, I mean, sure, you're entitled to your own opinion, but you're dumb as fuck if that's what you actually think. So, Um, weird. I mean, sure, maybe maybe Paul George signed his jersey as a kid or something. I don't know. But like right. maybe there's some more sentimental value to it. Anyways, I think it's more of just a chirp than anything else. Um, so I mean, oh, he's uh, we... being
1: sarcastic.
0: Yes, I thought oh, it was just okay. a chirp. I don't think he actually <laughs> meant that. <laughs> oh, it's I just, did. Like, well, just maybe if he went like LeBron, then I might might agree. But that is like Paul George. Like <laughs> Paul George is fine, but like he's, he shouldn't be anybody's goat. Like I thought, it was almost more sarcasm, yeah. more of a chirp. And then, like Michael Jordan, it was like, "Oh, I fucking love it. Yeah, I love, I love that chirp." I think people just read into that okay. more than Michael Jordan, because Michael Jordan's already on the way out. He's good, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to leave this team in shambles. So he's gonna, oh. he's gonna obviously draft the best player on the board, which was Brandon Miller, especially when it came to the fifth for the team. It's
1: Brandon Miller. So I don't know. That's yeah. I mean, the, uh, the what I was saying about the other conspiracy thing is like because Shams has that partnership with FanDuel, people think he put that tweet out on purpose to change the lines. So yeah, he, for he for FanDuel maybe benefit but then, off of it. Sure, but maybe for FanDuel. But all books, all books
0: across the board. oh well, yeah, everyone drastically suit, changed, right? Yeah. So yeah. I don't think I don't think Shams has that much weight for the entire for all of Vegas and and sports betting odds galore like i don't think that's the case yeah so, his track I mean,
1: record has been s- kind of spotty lately anyway so yeah so who knows that's
0: uh i mean well speaking of odds um i think we're actually going to splice in uh, a little db2 bets uh brought to you by Betstamp. Uh, visit betstamp.app uh and uh, use promo code db2 to be able to sign up to any of the delicious sports books they have to offer with all their sweet sweet sign up bonuses bang there's the logo um but yeah uh, we put together a couple quick wagers here for the Canada day long weekend and and uh, the Fourth of July as well. Um, so obviously everyone heading into the long weekend. Um, but for us up here in Canada, we want to uh, we want to um, pick a couple uh, Homer picks here for uh, for the baseball weekend ahead of us. and we have uh, the Toronto Blue Jays taking on the Red Sox um in uh, the the series this weekend. And look, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it straight up. It, this is a homer pick, and, and I think there's pretty good value on the money line over here. Blue Jays money line minus one thirty as they go to face uh, the Red Sox uh, for the Friday uh, Friday night to start off the series. Um, look, Blue Jays, they've been like a loss and then a couple wins and then a couple losses and then a win, a loss, win, a loss. They've just basically been playing 500 baseball, um, and they're trying to string together a couple wins in a row here. Um, and I think they can do that against a Boston team. Uh, that has been absolutely eating L's over the last two weeks.
1: Yeah. Breakfast, betting on the Blue Jays reminds me of my first season betting on baseball last year. Yeah. With, <laughs> with like all the Blue Jays hype. And it was like, oh, I know what I'm doing. It's like, no, I really don't. Or right. the, the team, the team is just disappointing, right? Like it's been the same thing this year.
0: You know what I mean? They're they're in and around the um like the final spot for the wild card. I mean they're they're at the bottom half of that wild card race sort of thing. Uh, there's a lot of time uh, left for baseball, and we're gonna save it for next week too. Um, where we last I checked, they
1: a sixty percent chance to make the playoffs, which is yeah, pretty good. I'm, it's pretty yeah good. yeah. They'll I'm probably not...
0: make it. There, there is, there's a lot of concern and we'll, again, we'll get into it next week. Um, that's, so that's, that's what we're going to set that episode aside for. Um, but when it comes to the picks for this weekend, look, the Red Sox have not been playing well at all. They've, they're, they're losers of, uh, the last, the last two weeks, they've only got, you can just leave it there.
1: They're losers. (laughs) They're losers.
0: They're fucking losers. And it's the Red Sox. And like Canada weekend, I can't take the Red Sox, um, for the Friday pick. So, uh, yeah. what a brutal would, weekend to get those guys through town, eh? Yeah, right. Oh my goodness, uh, this is going to be a lot of baseball betting, and you know how much we love baseball betting over the next few weeks. So, uh, but that's 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 it. I'm just going to take the the Blue Jays on the money line minus 130, and then it's also going to lead to my next pick as well. Uh, when it comes to the Blue Jays and Red Sox under nine and a half runs minus 130, found that over in Scorebet. Last one uh, was on FanDuel. Um, great segue from our from our previous segment. Um, uh, but yeah. When it comes to the under on this, I like it. Jose Bareaos has been pitching uh pretty decently as of recent. Um, so nine and a half runs, I think that's I think that's a pretty, pretty high number. And also the the under has been, been hitting a lot for me lately. Uh, there's not much more to it. Um, and I got that over on score bet. Uh I went under nine and a half, uh, minus one thirty. Uh keep it at even keel, minus one thirty across the board when it comes to the odds. Get a pretty decent return uh for your picks there as well. So uh, yeah, th- those are our picks going into Canada Day weekend and uh, and yeah, see if you can win a couple bucks and uh, make sure that you uh, follow us on Instagram and all of the platforms, TikTok, all that. We post our picks up there too. Um follow along on the Betstamp app as well, uh, because that's where we post all of our picks. We keep our receipts there so you can keep us accountable as well. Um, without further ado, let's jump into that interview, too, because uh, it was great to sit down and chat with Alan Jane Lewis. Um, we're not. We're not going to get into free agency as much as we really, really want to. We're not going to get into free agency. We're going to wait for the weekend to finish so we can gather our thoughts and gather our notes. And then give us a uh, sort of a sort of a DB2 reaction on what we think uh, over the free agency weekend. Um, maybe am sprinkling some hockey there, too, um, because there's, Hopefully there's we get l- some blockbuster shit is about to hit the fan. It, there's already been a lot of movement uh, going on in the NHL as well. Um, but, yeah, let's yep. let's uh, let's save some let's say some free agency talk for now. Let's just give this some Grady Dick love here. Love the dick um, is it's man. I'm excited about the kid, man. I know you Me are, too. too. I'm just happy that the Raptors actually followed through with it. And they, you know, they did what, um, you know, is what most teams are supposed to do during the draft is take the best pick uh, on the board. And that's exactly what they did. Um, You called it. They did it. It's great. I love it. So without further ado, uh, here is Alan Shane Lewis um, joining us on the Down by Two podcast. So uh, hope you enjoy. Cheers. Alrighty, we're here with a pod favorite and uh, one of my good pals from uh, the world of stand-up comedy as well. uh, Great Canadian Baking Show's own Alan Shane Lewis on the show. Alan, my man, ASL. How you been? It's been a minute since you've been on the show. Glad to have you back.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me again, man. It's a lot of fun always.
0: Always, man. Always. I think, uh, you know, I think back to the different times where we've had you on the show and uh, even uh, chatting with some of the the Harlem Globetrotters as well. it's always, always a great time to have you on. And I know that we can always rely on you uh, to come on and uh, just banter back and forth a little bit about the Toronto Raptors, the NBA as a whole. But for this episode, as we've mentioned, we're sticking with uh, the 13th overall pick for the Toronto Raptors. Mr. Grady Dick is who we selected in the first round of this year's nba draft um i know leading up to this we were chatting a bit about that pick and uh you had someone else slated that you wanted it, that you wanted the raptors to target uh and for us for myself and Berg included we were both uh big on the dick so uh <laughs> let's uh let's 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 hear what some of your takes are and why you ended up shifting over to our side and you know your overall thoughts on grady dick
2: yeah uh, originally i was like nick smith jr just because i thought of like the the unknown of like losing a player like Fred VanVleet and not having a backup point guard and i know a lot of people were kind of down on Nick Smith because he had a bunch of injuries and he didn't get too much playtime in Arkansas but mm-hmm. he's also a player great passer which like you know Raptors could use but uh i'm a big fan of Grady i've been kind of watching a lot of his stuff and following along and just for personality alone that guy is like bigger bigger than i don't know
0: Man, he he's got that charisma, man. And that's yeah, yeah. that's something that I feel like the Raptors really need. Like they yeah. need they need some sort of fun and energy in that locker room. Uh I know Scotty Barnes can be pretty um pretty easygoing as well. And and uh but I'm I'm not sure if that overall culture uh is actually there with the raptors. So hopefully Grady Dick can bring a bit of that as well. Yeah. And um
2: one thing, you know, he you said it. He's like definitely like a B twelve shot as far as this like energy and pep to kind of you know bring everybody up. But he's just a great shooter. And I think you know, after the abysmal season that we had last year as far as like finding players to kind of fit those knees, you know, Otto Porter playing about I don't know four minutes of basketball playing time. Oh, he was a
0: bag of bones. Football. Yes,
2: <laughs> like as much as he is a champion, I will give him that. That move. is
0: a definite opt-in on your contract when you're looking at the quarter. That's not even a conversation. Yeah. Um man. that was
2: tough. So filling that hole is you know with Dick is probably a great move. So I really like it. Oh,
0: I yeah. see what you did there. This is gonna be it's gonna be a long year of that. <laughs> That's, That's... Never gonna, <laughs> did, did, never gonna, gonna did, you act, did you actually mean to say that or did it just that just Honestly, came out within basketball any... banter?
2: I wasn't aiming for it,
0: and then I saw it, and I was like, I'm going to go. Ah, this. step right into it. <laughs> I, do love it. I love I'm it. I'm
2: going to call him Grady, but I'm never going to say no to any Dick
0: Jones. No, that. no, no, absolutely. As you should it as you should yeah. I mean, as, uh, as a comic, I mean, these are just easy, too. So, I mean, it's uh, uh, Jesse Bird, my man, you said this best, but this was uh, the perfect example of taking um, the best talent that's on the board. Um, in your eyes, was that the case here with the Raptors?
1: um well it depends how you look at uh Cam Whitmore um, yeah that's we saw him slide gonna. pretty wow. far Heesh. but he did not impress anyone at uh, the combine I, I heard and interviews and stuff like that so I think that really turned a lot of GMs off mm-hmm. um but you take the talent mixed with the charisma like you said and I feel like I feel like it's a home run pick for where we were at. Uh, in the draft order Um, you know especially if fred doesn't stick around like he's gonna get so many minutes just right off the bat immediately yeah yeah and yeah he allows them to space the floor like you guys were saying which is something that we desperately lacked last year so Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i just i just feel like it's yeah it's as good of a pick as you could make at that spot so. Absolutely.
0: I think I think that was the honestly the best that could have that could have uh, panned out right there. Um, and the Raptors definitely executed, which, you know what? I mean, we we're chatting before the draft, too. And Masai, you know, as much as we love Masai, he gets you nervous where it's just like he may just draft another Bruno Caboclo. Like, you know, yeah, you just that's don't what we were know. worried about. We we're like, no, please yeah. just take the best talent that's on the board. Take Grady Dick,
1: please. And we were talking beforehand, like we we're like, oh, wouldn't it be great if we just picked? dick like he he's slotted to go around that spot and you know he's really great but with all the like that's
0: what was i was yeah yeah we were so uncertain yeah oh man and then i and then i'd record myself freaking out again throwing things at the tv like it's just (laughs) who um yeah man i i I I definitely like this. And, you know, it's not only is it picking the best talent that's on the board, but it immediately fills our needs and it's like shooting That's it's that's exactly what we need and we were horrific when it came to shooting last year not only that but when it comes to being a shot creator as well and we'll get into some of like his strengths and weaknesses but being a shot creator uh we need more of that because a lot of it is just Pascal Siakam ISO or Fred ISO like there's just I mean like obviously having uh Ryakovich come in as the new head coach um and stepping away from a lot of Nick Nurse's um uh plays and what have you there's going to be a lot of player development within this as well and i i'm very very excited about that alan do you know much about our new head coach and what he might be able to do with grady dick
2: yeah i listened to some snippets of uh some podcasts that he was on before and he really believes in that like 0.5 seconds of uh basketball kind of playing so basically when you get the ball 0.5 Mm-hmm. 0.5 seconds to kind of like make a, a decision, which I like. I think basketball once again, sorry, my cast just walk around through uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that happens. Is best played when it's played like soccer. I think that's the uh, kind of helped me my, my years because I've played both. When you have multiple options ready to go, uh, uh, when you get before you even get the ball and just moving the ball and making sure it doesn't have necessarily a, a goal, you need to get off all this. But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, let us stay. Yeah, (laughs) once you have that type of decision-making where you're just, like, kind of moving the ball quickly and there's no real um, agenda, the ball just needs to move into the basket. I think that's the best way to be played. And Darko kind of brings that mentality, and I kind of like the idea of it because, yeah, to your point, it was a little bit stagnant before. Sometimes it was very predictable. You just know there's a guy in the corner who's, you know, probably not going to even hit the shot, and somebody at the top doing either a a pick and roll at the elbow or just an ISO with a a shot. I, I can't remember what the stat was, but we were, like, Bottom half of like attacking the rim and also bottom half of actually scoring. Yes. Like we yes. are like really down bad when it comes to that. So um I do like this idea. I and I'm you know Messiah is not infallible. I think there's sometimes you know, there's some mistakes that him and Bobby Webster make, but uh, yeah. I'm optimistic for this one. I think uh this type of change is probably is great. Uh, but once again, the, that roster, who's who's coming back? So I want to see where the chips. For that, because I don't want to blame everything on Darko if it doesn't kind of happen.
0: right, 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 right. Of course, of course. But hey, he's also six seven, and they love that height. Uh, is that their 6'7", 6'8", or 6'9"? So, uh, yeah, you know, Masai can't pass up someone that's got that kind of height there. Um, some other strengths, obviously. So we're talking about shooting. We're talking about being a shot creator as well. Um, being good in transition. Uh, he is a sneaky bit of a rebounder, too. So, obviously, being able yeah. to slot in at that at that three position as well. Uh, having some opportunities for boards there. Um, and then uh, being off, um, ball. off ball. ball. He's really, really nice. Great off ball. Yeah. Um, is that what gets you most excited about Grady?
2: Yeah, I think I like the off-ball pull-up at any point in time because like that's gonna make so many defenders kind of be truthful and, and not cheat when it comes to like the, the off-screen picks. So that that helps everyone else. Once one person gets out of position, that you know it's a chain of reaction. Oppenheimer in a way, uh, mm-hmm. free, free roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 first yeah. person moves, <laughs> the second person kind of follows, and then that moves like your, your 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 weak weak side defenders. So that gives everyone else opportunities. And I don't think there are a lot of players on that team. Fred being one of them as uh, one of the few players where you have to go above the screen. You can't go underneath because yes, so you know, they will pull it off. But not not any, not that many other players on our team can can or, or warrant to to play defense like that. Which you know it didn't help anyone else because now you, that happens and then the other person just needs to stay home and that's it. And then there's no kind of movement. And then it kind of it's mm-hmm. kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy or like a snake eating its own tail, where it's just like well, if you don't have shooters, it's not going to open it up. But no one's going to open it up because there's no shooters, and it's just like yeah, know, kind of stagnation. And once again, it doesn't help us out.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely agree with that. Um, when it comes to some of the weaknesses, though, we're talking about maybe a lack of athleticism. Sure, he's great when it comes to, uh, you know, being transitioned on on the break as well, but he does lack a little bit of athleticism, uh, which is fine. Um, and then being a, a bit of, uh, you know, a bit of an average defender as well. But a bit below average, maybe. I mean, I, I guess we're going to be able. A lot of players are going to be able to expose him off the dribble, uh, and then potentially even target him uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to attacking him on uh, on the offense as an opposing team. Um, bit of speed, he lacks a bit of that, and a bit of handles as well. Uh, Jesse, is there anything specifically that concerns you about Grady Dick and what he brings to the Raptors?
1: No, I think like just coming out of the draft if you're an average defender I think that's like all you can hope for as a as a young kid like he's gonna get better you know like the first year is gonna be some growing pains I think but he's obviously gonna provide something that we lack so um I think yeah he's gonna get targeted a lot um but I think they'll figure it out they'll figure out Mm -hmm. how to get him that space and uh you know unlock his strengths so I'm not I'm not too worried yeah um He's gonna get the minutes too. And, He's gonna get minutes, man. You know, hopefully this allows Pascal and Scotty and OG I mean, if OG's still here or whatever, but hopefully that allows <laughs> so them to... right now. To, What's he to, he do? <laughs> you know, it just it allows it allows them to play their game too, right? So, yeah. um Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know, I, I guess like people were covering Fred a lot, because um, he was mm-hmm. like our only knockdown shooter (laughs) uh i mean this is also gonna put the pressure on gary trent
0: as well which i'm actually very happy that he's staying and we got him for that money as well but um yeah
1: Yeah, i'm not too worried about it though like no yeah it's gonna be some growing pains but that's to be expected
2: i'm excited for the season i hope the raptors are bad i want them ticket prices to drop i'm trying to see yes uh, courtside game yes uh, I don't even know Charlotte Hornets for two hundred bucks. I want that price to go down. Let's do it.
0: Oh man, you'll you'll get that with the Wizards. Uh, you'll <laughs> the Wizards. You'll, go you the you can get courtside with Wizards. That's doing for sure. A close
2: game that shouldn't be close. I'm ready for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah definitely take it on the spread for sure um and that's not also I mean obviously Grady dick we're, we're happy about it great pick for the Raptors. Uh, a lot of people are putting it at a uh, a minus for the for the draft grade um uh, but also a contributing factor to that being able to um, pick up a player that's undrafted is Marquise Noel uh, who had a standout performance in March Madness um broke records too. Uh, and that also kind of addresses maybe a point guard situation and have him on the two way contract. Are, are, are you guys happy about Noel? I think it's I think it's great. Sure, he's the smallest player in the NBA as it stands, uh, no pun intended there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I thought it was great. It was it was a lot of fun watching him, and hopefully, he'll be able to turn into a regular fixture for the Raptors if that's uh, if if his talent is there.
2: Yeah, a really flashy, nice uh, dissecting pick and roll assist first point guard that i'm happy to see on our team Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully that shot is there um i didn't see much of that i usually like to check the the free throw percentages i didn't check what he had for free throw that kind of is an indicator of what type of shooter you're gonna get like you know going forward yeah Um, but it's it is it is something to say that we got two players in the draft that do not help us on defense so (laughs)
0: I mean, that's the thing is that defense has not really been much of our issue. Would you agree with that? I mean, like offense has obviously been more of the glaring hole that we have. So, I mean, just if you're going to look at it from a more broad perspective, we need offense. We need playmaking. We need passing.
2: Sure. true. Very true.
0: So, I mean, altogether, um, yeah, I'm I'm very happy with our with our draft. I think it's great, um, and I'm very excited to see what the Raptors have to do. Um, uh, obviously, by the time that this is out tomorrow, there might be some changes. We're not sure, uh, which is why we're going to be looping back around and doing a bit of a recap over the weekend um, and and chatting about some of the uh, some of the big um, free agencies, uh, big movement happening in free agency as well. Uh, but do you think do you think we're going to be Fredless? is that is that what it's gonna is that what it's panning out to look like right now
2: I think we're gonna be friendless I think he can't say no to that type of money and he's a player who already won a championship so you can't entice him with chips he's only thing he wants right now is security and a player whose entire model was bet on himself undrafted type of player didn't get you know selected whatsoever in the NBA draft making everything on his own he can't say no to that type of money uh no. kind of sucks that a, a lot of players that from that championship team from Salt to Kawhi Leonard to Serge Ibaka, we didn't get much in return for these guys and we just kinda let them walk. And it seems to be that's the I hope that's not the the the, um, the legacy of, 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 of um of the Raptors or even Masai because that seems to happen a lot. You know, we always have these like great players and then uh nothing kind of makes up it. Like either we get an Eric and Aaron Williams combo with no Alonzo morning or we just ran right up lose at like a Bosch. So Hopefully that's not a thing that happens. Hopefully we can get like a sign and trade. Like I'm willing to do that. Like, yeah. Just have to talk about talk his way around. And who knows? Maybe we get a, um, a, a James Harden. You know, I'll take a James Harden. I don't even care. James Harden wants to go, and and uh, Fred wants to play with Coach Nurse. The only player to kind of give Nurse his love and flowers on his way out on Twitter. I'm I don't think Oh, wow.
0: Good. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, then you guys go do your thing over there. I mean, who who knows? I um, you know what we can't board. we can't speculate too much right now because we're going to have to double back and, and see what what kind of madness ensues later on today uh, as this is as this will be posted on Friday. But um, once again, Alan Shane Lewis, thank you so much. I know you got a jet. Uh, I know you got I know you got things you got to do places uh, you got to go to people you got to see. So um, uh, thanks again for jumping on the show. Uh, And thanks again for tuning in to another episode of DB2. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Have yourselves a happy Canada Day weekend. Stay safe out there uh, and all the rest. Take care, guys. Peace. Thank you.
1: The Blue Hotel. I want to at
2: the Blue hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open minded, the pleasure seeker.